Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Mano Soporu, and we are back for the, what again, another episode of the pod. We're talking finance news, business news. We'll also have a question of the week or a roundtable. You have to decide which one by continuing to listen. So again, before we even get into any of it, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, and review Five Star the Podcast. We've been doing this for, what, 116 weeks Almost straight, I had one week where I was off. One week out of 116 weeks, folks. That's dedication. So again, thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Starting off the week of our show with a little bit of finance news, business news, all the like. So we've been talking a lot about inflation. We've been talking a lot about um raising prices, rising prices, um, rising interest rates, all of these things have been affecting the market. Um, and right now we sit in a situation where um, we're in earnings season. Earnings season is our quarterly um, period where all the companies that are public put out their earnings and they have an earnings call tell investors how they're doing. Um, and so that's the period we're at right now. Um, and it's, it's kind of turned the market. Um, we're still flat. Like the, the futures right now this morning are up. So we are seeing a big push in futures yesterday. We were mixed. The Dow was up. The NASDAQ was down primarily probably because of Netflix. Um, and we'll talk about that next. So yeah, let's actually get into it. So big story of this week so far is Netflix losing subscribers on a quarterly basis for the first time in over 10 years. Yes, they said that they lost 200,000 subscribers and they were projected by the street and analysts to gain 2.5 million subscribers. Now, that made the stock tank um, and it's basically because they're people are like, oh, well, they're not growing. But they had some reasonings, which I think are decent reasons. One, password sharing. They said that, hey, we have over 222 million paying households in the world and over 100 million that should be paying, but are not because they're sharing a password with someone else. That's 30 million that they estimate in the US and Canada alone, right? And so that's a big thing where they could have 100 million in extra revenue. And there are plans to crack down on password sharing. So no, I don't think Netflix is dead. If you really look into what they're doing, their, their share of US TV time is up. They had this in their um, quarterly earnings. It was a chart showing their share of US TV time going up. What does that mean? means that people still like the content. People still enjoy the content. It went from 6.4% in May 2021 to 6.4% share. YouTube was down. Hulu was flat. Prime was up 0.3. And Disney was up slightly as well. And other services were up as well. But Netflix content, people still like the content. They're still on and still sharing, spending most of their time on Netflix. So that's a big portion um, of something to to understand. And I think the last thing is they're huge internationally, right? They're huge internationally, and they pulled out of Russia, uh, which they said was $700,000 700, loss in subscriber count. So if you extrapolate that out, they would have had 500,000 net additional subscribers last quarter versus a $200,000 200, subscriber loss. So... Big, big story there, and we'll be watching it closely. Um, next up, Apple and the NFL are reportedly 
getting closer to a deal that sends NFL Sunday ticket to Apple TV+. Plus. So the streaming wars, content wars are still going on. So you see Netflix had a hard quarter, and now Apple's saying, hey, we're going to possibly buy NFL Sunday ticket um, from DirecTV. And it's it's surmised, it's reportedly, that the price tag for this purchase is going to be $2.5 billion, billion with a B, folks. And I think this is huge. One, you see the Apple TV, Apple spending a lot of money on content. They want original content and live sports. They got MLB ticket or MLB um, rights. They now, they haven't bought a movie studio. Their strategy seems to be through live sports, which I think is a decent strategy when you think about how much people love live sports. Like I'm watching the NBA playoffs right now. It's super, like NBA playoff basketball is super fun to watch. There's still nothing like the NFL. I think it's the best thing to watch, but th- this is really, really interesting. Um, and MLS streaming rights are coming up next. That is something that we'll have to watch. What will Apple do? What will all the streamers do? That is coming up, and we'll watch it. Next up, Logan Paul. Does anybody know Logan Paul? Popular YouTuber, popular streamer. He has a new project, NFT project, called 99 Originals. Um, and he's planning to put this out. He's had a, a checkered past when it comes to NFT and crypto. He had another project, Crypto Zoo, that was like really bad and shoddily put together. People bought it and the, the share, the floor price tanked because, you know, there was no utility behind the NFTs. No one really worked on it. It seemed to be a cash grab. And he's coming back and saying, hey, I want to do it different this time with this 99 originals, take Polaroids um, and put them on NFTs. And I'm not a big fan of this, but the only people that I see that would be interested in something like this is people that are huge Logan Paul fans, which I wouldn't land in that category. Um, so he's putting it out there, um, and we'll see what becomes of that. Next up, we have Goldman Sachs is scrapping free lunch. <laughs> Goldman Sachs is scrapping their free lunch and saying, hey, get in the office, work your ass off, and we're not going to pay for lunch. Um, I think this is just one of the things that we're seeing is like people are still like everyone's talking about the great resignation, great reshuffling, all these different things. People still need jobs. Like stuff is expensive out there. They showed that last month that in the over 55 age range group, people were going back to work. The people that retired were coming back into the workforce because everything's fucking, excuse my language, freaking expensive. Like that is the truth. And so um, Goldman Sachs like, hey, well, you need this job. Get into the office. We're not going to pay for lunch. We're cutting. We're already paying you guys too much. <laughs> and we're going to cut away the perks. Um, and, and, and yeah, they're like, heck, that's crazy. I, I, yeah, I, we all know my history. I used to work in investment banking. So much happier now. So much doing way better now. <laughs> and um, they made us pay for coffee. We'd be at the office all the time. And they made us pay for coffee every time you got a cup. That's wild. They're, they're, they're wilding out really, really, really wilding out. But it's what they're doing. And people like the allure of doing that stuff. Um, so we will keep our eyes on that story as well. NBA playoffs have kicked off. I don't know if any of you are watching it, who you got. Um, it's looking interesting. I, I can't believe the Suns lost game two to the Pelicans. For those that don't know that, Phoenix Suns have been the best record in the NBA during the regular season. 
came on strong, won the first game of their first round of the playoffs in the series, and then lost the second. Then they have their best player injured. He's going to miss game three and four. So the Pelicans might sneak one out, which I had to look up the stats. That would be the first time, or not the first time, the third or fourth time that an eighth seed has beat a one seed if the Pelicans are able to pull this out. Still a long way to go, but it's not looking great. And the Pelicans are well, well coached by Willie Green. Um, and so these games are super interesting. I'm watching them, highly intrigued. Um, and yeah, we got the NFL draft coming up in a few days too. So we'll keep our eyes on that. So much happening, so much going on. Uh, but it's it's a heck, heck of a great time. And the weather's getting nicer. That's always fun when the weather gets a little bit nicer. Um, so we will be keeping our eyes on that. And let's move on to the next segment. Hey, everyone, gather around for the financial roundtable where we're talking subjects, items, news. But this week, you know, we talked about it on our show, our YouTube show. So I want to touch base on it here. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast briefly, but it's becoming more prevalent because more companies are doing it. Uh, Tesla's done it. Amazon's done it. Google Alphabet is doing it. Um, GameStop, I believe, did it. But what am I talking about? What did they do? A stock split. So big topic, big item. I always get texts and calls whenever people are doing a stock split. People are like, oh, so excited, but it's really um, economically not a change in anything happening. But a stock split is when a company increases the number of its outstanding shares to boost the stock's liquidity. It's exactly how it sounds. A company takes all the available shares and splits them into one and splits them into either one, two, or three, whatever they want. The number of shares you own increases, but the price of the stock decreases. So the total value of investment stays exactly the same and people don't understand that portion. Maybe they do understand that, hey, the stock is less of a monetary unit number, so I can buy more of it, but that doesn't mean you're buying more of something you know, essentially good if something splits, it doesn't change, shouldn't change your thesis just because something's splitting. Um, and companies just do it because they want to potentially allow more liquidity for retail investors that have that unit bias. Um, but some companies don't do a stock split. They just want to keep their price of their stock the same and reduce volatility because when you have retail investors or short-term traders buying your stock, it increases volatility. So that unit bias is a thing where people think, oh, I only I want to own a whole of this, so I have to wait till it splits. When there's so many brokerage platforms out there that allow fractional ownership, meaning buy a percentage of a stock rather than a whole. So you can certainly do that. Um, but people don't get that. People don't understand that. They don't know, realize that. Um, and owning more of a unit of something doesn't mean anything in in terms of it growing more, right? That's not like the thesis behind that. So it's, under, it's good to understand those points and try to think about why your thesis of actually buying. You shouldn't just be buying something just because it's split. That doesn't make it more economically attractive is my point here. Um, it shouldn't. Like you can still, still think about the thesis, why you actually think it's a good company versus, oh, stock split, that means it's going to go up. And tangentially, it actually sometimes does because the game theory happens where people think, oh, split happened, it's going to go up. And it has buyers bidding up the price is because of that nature. Um, so some to think about, that's what a stock split is. That's how it works. Um, so yeah, this is such a great episode. We are excited to continue to do this every single week. Make sure you share this podcast, like this podcast, pass it on. We'll talk next week.